Hello, everybody. This is Chaz Allen with Little Known Facts. You know, there's been some great stories passed down through the years, but some of the best have never been told. Now, I'll be back in just a minute with one that just might surprise you. Do you remember what Julia Child said about no-fat foods? No fat, no taste, no fun. (laughs) You just gotta love Julia. So, what if you could eat many of the foods that you love and not have to worry about the fat content? Well, you know, you can. Part of the excellent diet that Dr. Steelman put together contains a fat blocker. That's right, it acts in your stomach to prevent the digestion of fat. All the good vitamins and minerals get digested just fine, but it acts to block the fat content of most foods. And it has another great side benefit. It helps reduce your appetite. And here's the best part. You can buy the fat blocker separately. If you would like to limit some of the fat in your daily eating, well, then go to myactive8.com. That's myactive and the number 8.com right now. Read all about this very effective and helpful product, the fat blocker. It's under the weight management section of their website at myactive8.com. Or you can simply call them toll-free, 800-465-4411, 800-465-4411. You know, folks, it's kind of funny how history treats people and relationships, how you almost always hear one side of the story, one view of what happened, one opinion. For example, if you've been listening to our little show very long, you know that the very first person that President Lincoln asked to command the army in the upcoming Civil War was none other than Robert E. Lee. And we seldom hear about Confederate President Jefferson Davis' term in the United States Senate, or that he and the president were good, lifelong friends. But all those things happened. We just never hear about them. And I want to tell you about a friend, a good and true friend. He's the man who steadfastly stood at Lincoln's side when so many others were deserting him. This man was the president's best friend, so close he was chosen to escort Mrs. Lincoln at her husband's inaugural ball, so close that he was asked to personally tour the South, talk to the leaders of every state, and beg them not to secede from the Union. He was successful at winning wide support in the South and even converting such well-known Southern sympathizers as John Logan and John McClernand, both of whom became generals in the Union Army. So close a friend that when the war between the states was going badly for the North, the president asked him to head the effort to unite the Democrats and Republicans in Indiana, Illinois, and Ohio. He was the keynote speaker at President Lincoln's inaugural, and in Lincoln's own words, and I'm quoting the president here, he and I are about the best friends in the world. Now, I'd call that a friend. So much a friend that he literally died doing the president's bidding. You see, this good friend did all this traveling and speaking while he was quite ill. All that traveling in such trying times wore him out to the point that just three months after Lincoln's inauguration, he lost a fight with fever and died. So when I tell you this man was Lincoln's best friend, you can believe it. But you've never been told that before because history records things differently. It's a little-known fact that the man who did so much at the president's bidding, the man who was indeed Lincoln's best friend, was the man you remember for only one thing, a debate, one that has been immortalized in history between Abe Lincoln and his best friend, Stephen A. Douglas. 
This is Chaz Allen. Join me again tomorrow for another little-known fact or anytime at our website, www.lkfshow.com.